Likutei Sicha is Chelikutes, Volume 19, the fourth Sicha for Parshas Rei. This Sicha is about the mitzvah of Ha'anokah. First of all, it's going to cover the Psukim, the verses of uh, Perik Tesvav, Chapter 15, uh, Pasuk Yud Gimel and Yud Dalet, 13 and 14. Mitzvah of Hanukkah, perhaps in English it can be translated as a grant, as a gift, as an, a, a bonus that is given to an Eved Ivri. An Eved Ivri is a Jewish servant who was enslaved for a specific amount of years, six years. And the Torah says that when you send them away, when you send them off, don't send them empty-handed. Rather, you should certainly grant him from the good that Hashem has given you. So in the Sikha, the Rebbe will explain um, the need, the requirement, or perhaps even the obligation of Hanukkah to one who works for somebody. If you have a hired employee, there'll be a little Kabbalah at the end of the uh, Sikha and a very practical application, not only as far as workers are concerned, but also in Hafatzah Samayonis and spreading Yiddishkeit. Just to point out a few things to get familiar with, in Eved Ivri, there are two types of Eved Ivri. There are two types of Jewish servants. There is one that Machoruhu Bezdin, that Bezdin sold him, and typically that would be because one has, God forbid, stone and a, has no way of repaying it. According to the Torah, he has to repay it, so he gets sold as a slave. Another type of Eved Ivri is Machares Atzma, if someone sells oneself. If he's so poor, he doesn't see any way out, any means of survival, he sells himself as a servant for a specific amount of time. Another thing to familiar yourself with is a concept that when it comes to a chidush, quote, Ein lecha boy ela chidushay, meaning a chidush is a novelty. Whenever you have a novel idea in the Torah, that idea is restricted only to the novelty itself. In other words, you cannot derive from it to other things and you cannot expand it beyond the novel idea itself. We'll see later in the Sikha how this applies. Now, a few things to get familiar with. Um, uh, Svarim, personalities that we mentioned in the Sikha. So we have, first of all, the Sefer HaChinuch. The Sefer HaChinuch is basically a Sefer that covers all the mitzvahs in the Torah in the order as they appear in the Torah. That means it goes according to the parashiyah. So sometimes you'll find some parashiyahs that have absolutely no mitzvahs at all that are discussed because there's no mitzvah that's mentioned in the parsha, And then you have some parashiyahs that will be extensively long because there are many mitzvahs that are discussed in the parsha. Typically, he describes the mitzvah, he gives a basic description. He describes, you know, the application of the mitzvah, a reason for the mitzvah. And in, typically it's written in, 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 in a manner almost like a father teaching his son, basically giving him um, parsha by parsha all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Also, there's a very interesting rule <clears throat> uh, in regards to the Sefer Chinuch, although we don't know who exactly wrote it, that's debatable. However, there's something very consistent that <clears throat> almost always, unless he specifically indicates to the contrary, the Sefer Chinuch is consistent with the opinion of the Rambam. On the Sefer Achinuch, there are many Sfarim. There's one very famous one which is going to be mentioned in the Sicha, and that is the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch basically takes um, the words of the Sefer Achinuch itself and adds to it very deep analysis and comes out to very interesting conclusions or perhaps, you know, uh, applications for, uh, based on the teachings of the Chinuch or based on the conclusion of the analysis. 
Another thing, of course, is obviously the Sefer HaMitzvahs Laharambam. The Sefer HaMitzvahs which the Rambam wrote, which goes through all the mitzvahs of the Torah, both the positive and the negative, not in the order as they appear in the Torah, but rather in the order which the Rambam found uh, necessary. In other words, the Rambam was the one who decided the order, which mitzvah appears where, which one has priority, which one comes first, which one comes next, and so on. So let's go into the Sicha. Regarding the mitzvah of Hanukkah, and like I said, Hanukkah means like a grant, to give someone a grant after they leave, it says in the Sefer Achinuch that although the actual mitzvah of Hanukkah does not apply, apply nowadays because we don't have the mitzvah of Eved Ivri as there is no Yevo, however, says the Sefer Achinuch, we could learn from this that also nowadays, he says, quote, may the wise listen and derive a good lesson a good moral lesson that if, quote, you hired anyone, you hired another Yid and he worked by you, whether he worked by you an extensive period of time or even a short period of time, that you should grant him something, you should give him Hanukkah when you send him away from that job, when he, when he completes the task or when he's let go from that work. And he says this is a very, um, a very moral and good valued type of thing. Now, there is a machlekes. When does the mitzvah of Hanukkah apply? Remember, the original mitzvah of Hanukkah is by an Eved Ivri. By which type of Eved Ivri? By the one who Bezdin sold him exclusively, or maybe even also by one who sold himself? There's a machlekes in that. So the Minchas Chinuch says now, the Minchas Chinuch explains on this that the Sefer Chinuch says that you could learn from the mitzvah of Hanukkah, that it also applies nowadays as a sensible thing, as a moral value, to give a worker who is being severed from, from his job, or being fired, or being sent away, terminated in any whatsoever manner, to give him a Hanukkah grant, says the Minchas Chinuch, that this you can, o- this, this you can only say according to the opinion that holds, that Hanukkah applies to all kinds of Eved Ivri, whether one sold himself or was sold a Bezin. However, says the Menchus Chinuch, according to the, the opinion that holds, that the mitzvah of Hanukkah applies exclusively only to a Eved Ivri that was sold by Bezdin, then you cannot say that the idea of Hanukkah, the idea of granting somebody an extra bonus, is, some, is a, a moral base type of idea because there's no reason morally why one type of evidence should get it and the other shouldn't. And therefore, says the Minchas Chinuch, according to this opinion, again, the opinion that holds that the mitzvah of Hanukkah is exclusive only to an Ebed Ivri that was sold by Bezdin, then you cannot pl- apply this idea. You cannot draw this conclusion that the Sefer HaChinuch is drawing that today also Nowadays, you would also have to give a Hanukkah to an employee that's leaving the job. Says the Minchas Chinuch, if this is the case, there seems to be some discrepancy here. Because we know typically, as we mentioned in the introduction, the Sefer HaChinuch typically is consistent with the opinion of the Rambam. But it happens to be that the Rambam clearly states, he clearly paskins, that the mitzvah of Hanukkah is only for 
the Evid Ivri that was sold by Bezdin, not an Evid Ivri that sold himself. So now we have somewhat of a discrepancy. Says the Rebbe, we can actually answer by answer this, reconcile this. That is by taking a little closer look at this idea, this concept. Why there would be a difference? You know, when you make this statement, I mean, that Hanukkah is only or exclusively by the one who was sold by Bezdin. In other words, what is really the idea behind it? How do we look at it? What's the right approach to it? The Rebbe says there's two ways to look at it. You can look at it and say that the whole idea of Hanukkah, the whole concept of Hanukkah is a chidush, is a novelty, is a novel idea that the Torah, it's like an original idea, it's an original chidush that is only, was only said according to these opinions, according to the Rambam that is, only by an Evan Ivri that was sold by Bezdin, well, according to that, yes, you would have to draw the conclusion that you cannot learn from this for anywhere else because there's a rule that when there is a Chidush, the Chidush is, exclu- is an exclusive, inherently exclusive idea, and therefore, Ein Lechaboy El And therefore, if somebody sells himself, there's no way to learn it from it. And in this case, where somebody's an employee, you wouldn't be able to learn it. Okay? However, there's another way of looking at it. There's another way of looking at it and saying that perhaps the the stat the the um, the idea is that really the mitzvah of Hanukkah is a general idea, is a really a good idea that applies all over. It's just that there's a chiddush in the Torah that you don't give to the one who sold himself. That the one who sold himself for whatever reason, that's the chiddush that he doesn't get it. However, anyone else should get it. And therefore, since the mitzvah, the, the Sefer Achinuch is talking about, he's discussing not one who, quote, sold himself, but rather somebody who was hired for a job, Therefore, there is no problem. And it's very much consistent with the opinion of the Rambam, and it could be very consistent with the opinion of the Rambam, that an employee too should be eligible to receive this benefit of a grant after he's been terminated from his work. Okay, so in short, the Rebbe says you can look at it, the approach could be, I'm just summarizing, that the idea that the one who sold himself, and Ebed Ivri who sold himself, does not receive Hanukkah, that is the Chidosh. In other words, that is the exclusivity of the whole idea. But anything outside of that, whether it's an Ebed Ivri that was sold by Bezdin, or in this case, as the Sefer Achinuch is applying it, that he was just merely a hiree, he was an employee, not someone who sold himself, then it can very well apply, and therefore there is no there is no issue, and there is no discrepancy um, between the Sefer Achinuch and the Rambam. Says the Rebbe, these two approaches is also contingent in the two manners of how we can look at the idea, the general concept of Hanukkah. In other words, how do we approach this? What is the status of Hanukkah? When the Torah says that you have to grant uh, an Eved Ivri, or in this case, we're applying it also to an employee. You have to grant them an extra bonus. What is the idea behind it? Is this kind of a status almost? Does it have the concept, the idea of almost like pay for the work that the person did? And then, of course, 
the whole thing doesn't seem to make sense because you already paid. Remember, when somebody bought an Eved, when somebody buys an Eved, they pay for the six years in advance, whether Bezdin sold them or whether the person sells themselves. And in that matter, if this is the way you approach it, then obviously you would have to draw the conclusion, like we said in way number one, that the idea of Hanukkah is an exclusive idea, it is a novelty, it is a chidush, and therefore it only remains and is exclusive to one who gets sold at best. But there's another way of looking at it, which is that the concept of Hanukkah actually derives from the idea of tzedakah. It's a, it's a matter of like charity. And in other words, that the Torah is saying, give the guy a little extra a little extra recognition for his work. You paid him for his work. Or in the case of Eved, you paid for the years of his servitude. You already paid for it. But now that he's leaving, give him a little extra gesture. Give him a little extra recognition. It's kind of a, an idea of tzedakah, of charity. It says that ever when you look at it from this perspective, it comes out that every single servant, every single worker should receive some means of Hanukkah, some means of, quote, charity, as we're explaining it now. It's just that there is a chidush by the one who sold himself for whatever reason, which now is not a time or place to discuss it, that he does not receive it. But what does it come out from this? that this is a concept of tzedakah and therefore it can apply over. The question is, how does the Rambam hold in this? Do we have any indication from the Rambam? Because remember the Rambam said that the mitzvah of Hanukkah applies only to an Evet Ivri that was sold by Bezdin. So, but there's no indication, or is there, from the Rambam how he looks at it, how he explains it. Remember we had two ways of looking at it. Is the idea that the Evet Ivri that's, that got sold at Bezdin, that he receives a Hanukkah, is that a Chidush? Or is the Chidush that the one who sold himself does not receive it? Because, it, But really it can be explained, as we just did, that in general this falls under the category, under the flag of Tzedakah. Says the Rebbe, you can actually derive this when you look in the Sefer HaMitzvah and the Rambam. Very, very curiously, very interestingly, the Rambam placed the mitzvah of Hanukkah to an Eved Ivri, the mitzvah of granting him an extra bonus, not where he not enumerates and discusses the mitzvahs of Eved Ivri and a, and, a, and a Jewish maidservant, but rather he puts it right there in proximity and close by the mitzvah of tzedakah. So this gives us an indicator that the Ramam himself holds, like we just explained, that this has the status of the mitzvah of tzedakah, and therefore now we can very well say that we've just reconciled that the chinuch is absolutely consistent with the opinion of the Rambam. Says the Rebbe, because we just established that this idea of giving an employee an extra grant, an extra bonus when they're leaving, this comes out according to all opinions. Not only in Sefer Chinuch, but we just established that it comes out according to Rambam also. Says the Rebbe, if so, therefore, it's very appropriate to, to point out and to publicize the following, that every person should pay attention to the lesson that we learned from there. That when somebody hires a worker, another year to work by him, and the time of the, of the employment ends, for whatever reason, okay, either because... I'm sorry, the time ends, and the Rebbe says, even, and especially if 
for whatever reason, you terminate the person earlier than the, than the expected end of the job. That whether it's because you have enough workers already, or maybe even if you're not so satisfied with his performance. But the fact is, is that ever what you see from here is when you're sending somebody away from a job, whatever the circumstances are, you need to give him some form of a Hanukkah. You have to give him some kind of grant, some kind of a bonus. And says that ever since this, as we've established, that the Hanukkah has a status of tzedakah, if therefore... You cannot fulfill your obligation by giving something that was already agreed upon in advance, whether that is at the actual pay or maybe even an included bonus into the person's work. But rather, on top of that, you're expected to add something. And like we said, in the gather of tzedakah, to give them some kind of extra recognition, some extra acknowledgement. And the Rebbe says there's no difference how long the person worked for you, whether a lengthy period of time or whether a short period of time. And whether, quote, the house was blessed because of this person or not. But it's understood that if the house was blessed, meaning the person brought you great gain, obviously then you should give him even more Hanukkah. You should give him a much greater grant uh, bonus when they're, when they're leaving the job. It says that ever since everything that we discuss is not only in the Gashmias, but also in the Ruchnias, everything also applies in our Avoida Ruchnias, our service of Hashem, so this too, this idea also exists in the Avoida Ruchnis. And the Rebbe brings from his father, Zichrein Levracha, whose yard site, the 20th above, typically falls out around Parsha Sarei. These were actually, this is my edition, that I just added these words. The Rebbe's father explains the union of Hanukkah according to Kabbalah. That the idea of an Eved Ivri is moichin de katnus. Okay, literally means very miniature, very, very limited intellect. That's, in, in, in Kabbalah, there's such a concept. And the idea of Hanukkah is to give him more, to give him way above and beyond. That represents the idea of moichin de gadlus, of giving him enlarged, or let's say, uh, less limited, or more um, infinite amount of intellect. What is this idea? How do you apply it? I mean, this is very Kabbalistic. How do we apply it practically? So the idea of a, quote, master and servant in Ruchnius is the equivalent of Rav and Talmud, a teacher, a mentor, and a student, his disciple. And where do we derive this from? The Gemara says, as a Gemara in Erevin, that Rabbi Yechanan wanted to know a certain matter, and he said, whoever will explain to me this Indian, whoever will clarify for me this, this subject, I will carry his clothing, his garments to the bathhouse, meaning I will treat him as my master, I'll become his servant. So you see that, that this has an equivalence where one becomes like a servant when one is the student to his teacher becomes the master. So as the Rebbe, what is it, the lesson here? That the teacher has to know that it's not enough, it doesn't suffice to teach only in a manner of moichin de katnas, of giving him just a minimum, the basic intellect. Rather, the teacher has to really apply himself and give the student moichin de gadlus. Give him, give him, give him the a broader intellect. Give him the depth of it. And the Rebbe goes into a practical example in, in, in practical words that according to the obligation that a teacher has, that a Rav has, you have to give the student the depth of the halacha and the reasons for it when you're teaching him a concept of halacha. Even if it necessitates going over it several times, 
but this is only and exclusively to the extent that the Talmud could comprehend. Meaning, you don't have to go above and beyond what the Talmud's capacity is, what the student's, the disciple's capacity is. And if he doesn't understand right away, you have to give it to him again. But you you have to give him something, meaning the, the teacher is obligated to give him something that for the teacher's for the teacher's perspective, it's considered moichin de katnus, but certainly the teacher does not have to give him what from his own perspective, from the teacher's perspective, is moichin de godless. But this is teaching us that really, that mitzah the mitzvah of Hanaka, because of this mitzvah, you should actually go above and beyond. That because of the, stemming from the mitzvah of tzedakah, the teacher should not say, listen, I gave him my best, I gave him to his capacity, and that's enough. I don't have to go beyond that. I don't have to go and dig in, so to speak, to my own brain and get more for myself in order to try to enhance his abilities in the study of Torah. And here comes the lesson that, you know, no, you do, and you should apply yourself. The teacher should apply himself to take the student not only to the basic necessity, to the basic understanding, or to the extent of the student's capacity, but try to bring him up a level to the teacher's capacity, to the teacher's level, the moichin, the godless of the teacher, comparatively to the student, and bring him up to that level, even though this requires an extra investment, so to speak, from the time and effort, as far as the time and the effort of the teacher is concerned. Says the Rebbe, another lesson this applies to those who are, quote, small or not big yet when it comes to Yiddishkeit, when it comes to Torah mitzvahs. When somebody starts teaching somebody and exposing them to Torah mitzvahs, one may think it's enough that I give them a little tidbits and, you know, a little basic Torah here and there, basic ideas, but not to go into great depth and to great extents in order to to really enhance their knowledge in Torah and put them on a level because at the end of the day, they're only quote-unquote beginners. Says the Rebbe, comes the lesson from here that no, you have to actually go deep. You have to really apply yourself to give them the depth of Torah to the, to the point that that person should be able to quote, grow on their own in learning the Torah and reach a higher level, that which you're giving them the Hanukkah, the extra grant above and beyond, which is the basic requirement. Says that ever by fulfilling all this, we will certainly come to the fulfillment of quote, six years he should work, and in the seventh he will go out free. That the seventh go out free, of course, is the seventh thousand, that's the end of Mashiach. And then, of course, the Evishter HaKadosh Baruch will give us not only the reward comparative to the Avodah that we have done, but he's going to give us in the form of Hanukkah, above and beyond, way beyond that which we have, so to speak, earned throughout the time of Golos, Hashem will give us in the form of tzedakah.